Hello, and welcome to the Hugh Fertility Centre podcast. Every month we bring you a new podcast on the work that we do here at the centre and how we can be your best chance of success. On this month's podcast, we're discussing how the Hugh Fertility Centre cares for people in the Cheshire area, North Wales and beyond. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Hugh Fertility Centre podcast. This month I'm joined by Sally Wood, Clinical Nurse Manager, Anna Newby, Senior Clinical Embryologist, and Dr Gazvani, our consultant here. This month we'll be discussing fertility treatments in the Cheshire area, the North West, the Wirral and beyond. How the Hewitt Centre can help couples in those areas and what we do. So, to make a start, Hewitt Fertility Centre has been established in the North West for about 30 years now. Why particularly was the Nutsford Clinic set up to add to that? So initially we started out as a satellite centre approximately five years ago and it was to um, minimise the number of trips patients would have to make up the motorway to Liverpool um, going through treatment. So they'd be seen here for initial clinic appointments, scans, uh, blood workup ready for um, egg collection and then they would then go to Liverpool for their egg collection and subsequently their embryo transfers. And then approximately two years um, after we opened, we then decided that it was such a success that we would open as a fully functioning unit. Mm -hmm. And now patients are seen here in-house for everything from initial consultation right through to uh, embryo transfer. So it's important to mention that, that we are not just an auxiliary unit to Liverpool, we are a fully fledged clinic in our own right, all kind of, all all the bells and whistles and everything else, yeah, yeah. One of the main reasons, I suppose, was the fact that we had significantly better pregnancy rates and outcomes than most of the units in the region. Mm. Um, so to expand the service to to the northwest, mm. further afield than just around Liverpool, mm. the trust found it necessary to have a second unit. Yeah, we we have outgrown ourselves really in Liverpool anyway. And you can you suppose you kind of proved your worth, and that's why this. Yeah, the, the, the it, it, Liverpool is a is arguably one of the biggest NHS IVF units in its own right, mm-hmm. but it has become far too busy, and the service was needing to expand mm-hmm. and one of the best areas to expand where there was a need and I suppose to improve the average pregnancy rates in the region mm-hmm. was still within northwest and not sure really appeared to be one of the locations that served Manchester towards Manchester area. I see. So it's a good kind of equidistance. So you've got Manchester, you've got the Wirral and then Wales. We treat Welsh patients. Yes, North well. Wales. Yeah. But it's because of the Proximity to M6, Mm. Um, we actually serve patients from all the way down south going to Junction 15, um, Stoke. Stoke, yeah, we have people from quite far down, don't we? Um, Staffordshire. North, going north, the lakes as well, people come from the lakes and Newcastle. Because I suppose motorway wise, it's easier to get here than it would be to go right into the the kind of the mayhem and Liverpool city centre. South of Scotland, I would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have got Carlisle. Is one of our first babies actually was born from a patient that lives in uh, in in a couple that live in Carlisle. Yeah, brilliant stuff, brilliant. Okay, so moving on a little bit, we've touched on that a little bit there with the uh, pregnancy rates and success. But what makes the Hewitt a good option for people in this area? So 
stats wise we mentioned pregnancies and things like that but there are other things that we offer that are standouts that we do a little bit better yeah so we would say that um the certainly the laboratory aspect of things we can offer things that are sometimes seen as add-on treatments but have got an evidence base behind them um so some clinics do have to or the patients, sorry, at some clinics do have to pay additional charges for um, <clears throat> technology such as the time-lapse system. So we offer um, time-lapse or embryoscope for 100% of patients. It's built into the costs. And okay. also something called embryo glue, which is a special type of culture media that's uh, um, supposedly to aid implantation and increase the pregnancy rates for patients. Okay. So they're offered as standard. So we feel like our... Um, service or our um, care in that respect is mm. above what you would get in the norm. And therefore leading to a better chance, you know, a, be- a better better success rates. Yes, you would hope, like that. I hope those things would be there as well. Anything else from the other perspective? Maybe not, maybe outside of the lab? Yeah, I think um, as we mentioned that we're, everything's done in-house, so that's not just from um, an IVF point of view, but it's also for those patients that are seeking um, treatment and aren't really sure where to start, um, GPs can refer them um, here and we actually do in-house infertility investigations. Um, so that's initial workup, blood, um, blood workup, um, baseline scans, semen analysis for the, for the male, and then all the results are um, in-house as well within um, four to six weeks of the initial consultation. So it actually reduces again needing to go to multiple mm-hmm. um, appointments and we try where possible to do um, the appointments all on or the investigations all within the same okay. day okay and we can we can deal with the male side of the couple as Absolutely. well here we can we can treat male um, problems as well another i think important point is the fact that it's a boutique unit i would mm-hmm. call it and it was important when it was planned that we wanted to keep the size to what it is now, between 500 to 800 cycles, it allows the continuity of care, which is, I think, vitally important as far as the clinical side is concerned. So the patients see the same people, Mm. same doctor, same nurse, Mm. day in, day out. So we know the patients, the faces, the histories, without having to actually even necessarily searching for the notes. So that continuity makes a big difference as far as the clinical side is concerned, but also from the patient's support point of view. So when the patient comes in, they actually see a face that they know of, they have spoken to before, they get scanned by the same person, they speak to the same doctor. It makes a huge difference sometimes in depending on the size of the unit because of the way that the work has to flow, Mm -hmm. you may not necessarily have that personal touch. But here, you definitely get that, and that cannot be replicated anywhere else. So the lab is very, very important. It's like the kitchen has to be top-notch, which I believe it is, but also the front line where the patients are in touch with the nursing stuff and obviously occasionally the medical stuff as well. They have to be in one-to-one 
mm. on a one-to-one basis, and which you, is the case. You might see patients who might look to a, a big, very kind of well-established, large mm-hmm. facility and think, well, that might be the best place to go. But as you just pointed out, you know, you lose that, that human yeah. factor, you lose that relationship with, yeah. the, with, the, with the staff as well. Some of, sorry, so, uh, some of the very best units mm-hmm. in around the world, that's what they attribute it to, actually, don't they, is that yeah. individualised care and not sort of a one-size-fits-all uh, treatment plan, like you say, all the way from first visit right the way through to the end quite yeah. often. That's yeah. that's what people say is the key. Yeah. And I think in addition to that, because um, sort of infertility and the IVF process is such an emotional roller coaster for patients, that's how they describe it, they don't want to be going into a massive... Um, hospital and trying to find a way around they quite like it that they can pull up at the front of the unit and um, walk straight in and they're greeted straight away and the you know they sit down and the surroundings are familiar and it's it's only you know one or two doors that they have to go through supposed to say traipsing through an entire hospital Um, and I think they quite like that that it is like Mr Gasvana says it's a boutique feel clinic And you say, as you say, like, you don't have to go into a hospital, mm-hmm. find the unit, uplift downstairs, you know, maybe get a little bit lost, a little bit disoriented. Well, from the treatment point of view also, mm-hmm. that one size hardly ever fits all, yeah. especially in IVF. Yeah. It definitely doesn't, and what Hannah said is 100% correct. The dosages, we, we always actually look at the scans on an almost daily basis. We put the heads together, mm-hmm. decide what we are going to do for the next day, whether we are going to change the doors, whether we are going to co- collect the eggs in two days' time or three days' time. We may, we may or may not be always right, but at least we can actually sit for every patient and take particular attention okay. as to what is going on so exactly. you say as well that it's, it's better, in a way, having a smaller team, per, just definitely. a smaller unit, you know, so you can communicate better, there's no kind of breakdown in communication. I think this is the perfect yeah. size, yeah. if yeah. you ask me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fantastic. Okay, so uh, moving on, um, a lot of people we get asked, or we get asked by a lot of people, should I say, um, that is the Nutsford Clinic just for Nutsford patients? Is there a catchment area like there would be with the school? Is Liverpool just for Liverpool? Is Southport just for Southport, X, Y, and Z? Can anyone visit the Nutsford Centre? We mentioned Carlisle before. So yeah, from yeah. the NHS point of view, actually, the, there's uh, the law suggests or stipulates that as an NHS patient, you can be referred to any NHS unit anywhere in the country. So you have the right as a patient? As a patient to go anywhere in the country. So you can go to your GP and you you are sitting here in Manchester if you want to see a particular specialist that you identified in Scotland Mm. you can go and see that person in Scotland or in London I recently arranged it for my son to go and see a specialist in London and we are going to go and see him and that's the end of that. And that's completely on the NHS. You're on the NHS, privilege. of course. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that's a, a confusion that a lot of that's people. That's patients' right. That. Yeah. Patients' rights. Yeah, of course. And it's it's something that we get asked, and I think it's something that a lot of people aren't aware of that that you can still dictate your treatments and where you have your treatments when you're on the NHS. Yeah. Um. This this. Obviously, the, the funding issue with NHS treatment always um, crops up, but we're more than happy to help patients who aren't within area, so yeah. to speak, um, that want to have treatment with us to help them get the funding switched over to our um, 
so treatment can be done here um, and we have a funding team that are dedicated to helping helping in that situation and um, with private patients um, so sorry NHS patients have to come through the GP um, but private patients can self-refer so they can ring us and say been reading on um, your website I'd like to come and have a little look round um, or I'd like to come and see Mr Gasbani and then we'll facilitate um, appointments some people don't like to come straight away for an appointment and want to have a little look around, familiarise themselves with the surroundings and we're more than happy to accommodate where possible that people uh, can just give us a call and say, I'm thinking of having treatment but I'm not sure where to start, can I come and see mm -hmm. you? And there's always someone around that can, can have a chat. And with. they can just come and do some investigations, yeah. it's, not as, uh, it's not kind of set in stone then they yeah. can shop about a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I said, we always encourage a phone call and we don't want everyone descending in en masse. But yeah, absolutely, you know, we're more than happy to help where we can to, to help with funding. Before, before the funding becomes an issue though, even if some couples may or may not necessarily qualify for NHS funded treatment, yeah. everybody qualifies for investigations. Okay. So you could have five children, mm -hmm. you may be 44 years old, you may be overweight or whatever. These are usually stipulations that actually identifies you as a person who may not be necessarily suitable for NHS funding for treatment. Mm -hmm. But that does not disqualify you from investigations. Oh, okay. So as a, anyone, any couple, mm -hmm. be it same-sex couple, be it whatever age, you may be a couple with secondary infertility, which means they may have a child between them or children. Or single females. Or single female, whoever, mm -hmm. wants to be investigated yeah. anywhere in the country. When I said Scotland, I might have been wrong. That might be just England and Wales for this. The CCG but system yeah. changes quite often. Yeah. But yeah, but anywhere in the country, let's say England and Wales, for safety reasons, Southampton want to go and see Dr. Gazzani, let's say in Nutsford, they have the right to do so. Mm -hmm. Just for their come investigation. Here. Yeah, just comes here, has the investigations, has the chat. Mm -hmm. We do the investigations. We find out what's going on. We put down a plan of management, mm -hmm. and then whether that plan of management is going to be funded by NHS or not is a second step, is, is a separate story. Yeah. And then, obviously, if the couple qualifies for NHS funding in their own area, that funding can be transferred. That also is their right. And they can then choose again to go yeah. here or to go where Exactly, they or they, they can go elsewhere. Yeah. That funding actually is for the couple. Mm -hmm is not necessarily for a particular unit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so they have, again, legal right to do to move that funding wherever they want. But there's some red tape to be able to actually do that. Well, our, our team, is, as Sally said, yeah. is happy to help with that. But that's generally speaking the rule of thumb. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think it's important to remind people that it's not a private luxury. The NHS no. um, gives you that right and you, you, you're free to exercise it. Yeah. Okay, that's brilliant. Um, so getting a little bit more into the the process itself, we talked about why people should pick Nutsford, why people should pick the Hewitt Centre. So say I've decided I'm part of a couple and I've decided that I want to come out for my treatments in Nutsford, what do I do next? Or what do I do first, rather? So if your investigation suggests you need to have um, IVF treatment and if your NHS, your funding is in place and private, you, you know, you're ready to start mm -hmm. then 
you'll see Mr Gasvani for a final clinic appointment and that'll discuss your um, treatment type, what dose of medication most suited to you um, and you'll then see a clinic nurse and then she'll go through next stages with you which are consent forms which need to be completed. Um, we'll arrange drug appointment which is to go through all your medications that you need to take um, during treatment and when to start it and how to use it um, and then you'll have some scan appointments as well mm-hmm. and that's all leading up to the point of, of a collection so it's hard to go into great detail as to each individual step without taking up like two hours in, in which to do it but yeah, in a nutshell um, you know, the, the process is quite straightforward and there's always a nurse with you to, to guide you through, yeah, through the yeah. process. And we mentioned before about the kind of the GPs and the rights mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Say I go to my GP for my investigations, I'm struggling to conceive and that kind of thing. If my GP automatically assigns me to a clinic in Manchester, uh, as I say before, we've I can have that conversation with my GP. I can I can um, ask him or her to to send me elsewhere. That's yeah. that's Your GP has got two ways of referring. If for come in here, there are obviously two options. You either come as an NHS patient mm-hmm. or, or as a self-funded patient. Mm-hmm. If you want to come as an NHS patient, as everybody has a right, as I said, to be investigated, whether you have got children or not, makes no difference. You then have to go to your GP. GP has two ways. Sometimes they may not be necessarily ever aware of the rights, actually, you know, yeah. quite, because there are some habits your GP might be quite readily uh, referring you to the local hospital, which is, which could be a district general yeah. hospital. Yeah, well, that was the root of my question, was that yeah. the GPs might just automatically That's go right. to the nearest centre. Which may or may not necessarily be a specialised IVF or infertility centre. There would be doctors who would be interested in the area, but some of the investigations may not be as specialised. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give details of that, but no. that may sometimes lead to time to be wasted or time to, time delay. That's a very time-sensitive issue, obviously, it is. isn't it? Yeah. So you could easily say to the GP, I would like to go to such and such centre directly, either by a letter because the address is there, name is there, so just your GP can send a short letter, please see this patient of mine, end of story. Then we'd send an appointment, or we are on what you call choose and book, which is an electronic system that the GPs have at their disposal. Um, They could actually directly book you an appointment on a time and date Mm -hmm. that you are happy with there and then on our system. So basically, your GP can get into the system, and it's a nationwide one, obviously. Mm-hmm. And we appear there as Nutswood Fertility Center or IVF right. Center, find us there, book an appointment for you, and the job is and done. And that choose is a choose, choose and book system. That choose and book system must in itself save time rather yeah. than the you know so physical then, correspondence of a letter. Yeah. It means that yeah. you can it's quicker. You have an appointment. You know when it is, what time. Mm-hmm. and basically you come out of the GP with a piece of paper telling you when your appointment with us is. You can still obviously, if circumstances change, call us and make changes in that appointment. It's not God's rule, mm-hmm. but at least a GP referral is there and it, a shortness not, doesn't have to be very long a GP line there to, to explain why you are referred 
mm. is usually something to follow. It's, it's interesting you mentioned that maybe the GP themselves wouldn't be aware of it, so yeah. we'd remind our patients or potential patients to mention it to the GP to say that, you know, I've done my investigations about the cure to the centre, that's where I want to have my treatment. There are three levels of care. Primary, secondary, tertiary. Primary is the GP that mm -hmm. everybody goes for as the first step. Secondary is the district general hospitals. And when a patient or a condition is not resolved or sorted out in a secondary care, they, they usually refer the patients to tertiary care okay. centers for specialist issues. Like cancer treatment might be one of those. There are mm -hmm. special... Infertility treatment is the same. Yeah. So we are a tertiary, last line, infertility center, treatment center. So the patient does not necessarily have to go to the secondary care mm -hmm. because same investigations are going to be repeated. Um, some may be resolved, but there's no harm actually going straight to the tertiary care where possibly updated investigations can be done quicker mm -hmm. within one appointment, because that's what we aim for, yeah. um, and then the, the next appointment, the answer is there with a plan of treatment. And as you mentioned before, the kind of the, the boutique clinic style that we can do here means that people can come quickly, they can be seen yeah. quickly, and they can be that's focused the whole on more, more, more... Dragging on. I yeah. think, sorry, I was just going to say, I think this is a really important point, isn't it? Because you can, you're talking about months here that could be to go through the process of being referred into yeah. a secondary centre and then to come out the other side. And again, the point, picking up on the point about um, investigations and the quality of the investigation not to discredit those secondary services but certainly here at the Hewitt Fertility Centre the investigatory um, service is really highly accredited we've put lots of work in over the last mm -hmm. few years to make sure that it's absolutely top quality and we've got the national accreditation to prove that so mm -hmm. it's quicker, it's better quality and I think patients often may not be aware like we've said a couple of times in this particular um, meeting they may not be aware they can come straight into that service and it's almost more important than the treatment or as important as the treatment yeah. itself Absolutely. to get the right diagnosis yeah, yeah without that you, you can't actually diagnose you, properly because the there's a level of investigations there are certain investigations that you can mm -hmm. carry out in a district general hospital secondary care so if you take me from here it's not because I am any better or Hannah is any better because if you take us without the equipment or the services here mm. put me to do a clinic service in a secondary care location I won't be able to do the tests that are available to me here yeah, yeah. and the tests that are available on secondary care are some of them are outdated mm -hmm. uh, and that's how it works yeah. they are useful where they are on occasion but other occasions it may actually lead to time loss um, and that is crucial in many many couples particularly for older couples and their for everyone to be honest in, in infertility yeah. time is yeah. is everything you often find as well that gps do letters they don't send the results attached to the letters okay. so you're then having to chase those down whereas if everything's done under one roof we've got the, the results to hand electronically that we don't have to then go Chasing GPs. Again, it's, an, it's another bonus that we have over other clinics or mm -hmm, yeah. you know even even uh, bigger clinics maybe yeah. even Liverpool to some extent that yeah. you know that people can focus their care here and um, so final question before we finish on we've spoken about 
the urgency that's needed in your treatment. Waiting times at Nutsford, people can still be, you know, seen quite quickly. They can be kind of yeah. in, a, you know, relatively quick amount of time to maybe other clinics. Yeah. So we've got um, sort of directives say that we have this patients have to have commenced some form of treatment within eighteen weeks of being referred. Um, but more often than not, because our we are a smaller um, unit here, patients are often in treatment sort of within about 10 weeks of their initial uh, initial referral or thereabouts so obviously sometimes we're a bit busier and it can take a bit longer and sometimes a bit it's a bit less but there's not there's not a waiting list as such it's just initial consultations that obviously um, and from a from a clinical from a medical perspective 10 weeks is still quick enough to address the concerns that you've got you know whether that includes actually the time of referral Mm -hmm. from the time of referral that letter falls onto yeah. our desk um, obviously one or two weeks at least to see a couple mm-hmm. then you arrange the investigations couple of weeks to see them back mm-hmm. you know humanly possibly shortest time that reasonable time yeah I yeah. think yeah. we are doing really well um, yeah. we haven't got any waiting specific waiting times for any treatment that's number one so nobody basically waits for treatment nobody waits for appointments because if anyone needs particularly quicker appointment for whatever reason, mm. sometimes um, some patients age factor and may, may indicate that they need to be seen quicker yeah. from the funding point of view. Yeah. Because if someone has a birthday in six weeks time, maybe they will no longer be able to qualify for NHS funding. Say, yeah. So we then see them in actually six hours time. Prior time. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, we yeah. get... And at, the ta- at a time when, you know, there's recent stories been in the news about people having to wait for cancer care and surgery and yeah. things like that, you know, to be able to see patients so quickly for a service that is so time sensitive mm. is very important. But we, we, because of the sm- relatively small size of the place we can actually that's another individualization we can actually as I said it's not it wasn't a joke but we spent I said six hours or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. on one occasion actually we got funding for the patient within 24 hours of me seeing the couple mm-hmm. yeah it's important to put, um, point to say though those patients that have got more complex medical needs um, Will uh, are entitled to have all their work up here and you know ready for collection, but they there is possibilities that patients would have to go to the pool for um, a collection and embryo transfer where their medical uh, needs warrant it. Because obviously we're a satellite centre, mm-hmm. we can't deal um, or treat with uh, patients that have um, issues such as cardiac problems, um, you know, severe epilepsy, mm-hmm. viral discordant, they have to be seen within the main... And that's hospital. a safety issue. And that, yeah, absolutely, it's yeah. a safety issue. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's their safety that we've got course, to put yeah. first. So, um, that's something to consider. Okay, guys, thank you very much.